0: I want us to open our Bibles to Acts chapter 19 verse 21. Acts 19 verse 21. Acts 19 verse 21. Acts chapter 19 verse 21. We are continuing our discussion on the topic, the place of total surrender to God. The place of total surrender to God. Acts 19, 21. After these things were ended, Paul proposed in the spirit. When he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia to go to Jerusalem, saying, after I have been there, I must also see Rome. Amen. Now let's go to Acts chapter 20, verse 16. Acts 20, verse 16. For Paul had determined to sail by Ephesus because he would not spend the time in Asia. For he hasted, if it were possible for him, to be at Jerusalem the day of Pentecost. Amen. So we see, Paul made up his mind. He said, I must, I mean, I am going to Jerusalem, and from Jerusalem, I must see Rome. But not only am I going to Jerusalem, I must be in Jerusalem by the day of Pentecost. But Why was it so important for Paul to be in Jerusalem by the day of Pentecost? What is Pentecost? We all know what Pentecost is. The word Pentecost means 50th. The day of Pentecost is the 50th day after the Passover. And it's a day that was set aside to celebrate the completion of the harvest. We are made to understand that it is the second of three great Jewish feasts. Celebrated yearly in Jerusalem. Of course, when the word Pentecost is mentioned, what comes to mind? Acts chapter 2, from verse 1 to verse 6, the Holy Spirit came. The Holy Spirit descended on the day of Pentecost. There was a new beginning. And that new beginning continues today. And I pray for a special impartation from the Holy Spirit upon you today in Jesus' name. The Bible says on that day, the day of the Holy Spirit, I mean, the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit descended upon the apostles like a tongue of fire. There was a loud shout. There was a transformation. Everybody began to speak in new tongues. Many were surprised. See these people that are speaking—they are Galileans. How come they speak our language? Your day of transformation has come. I say your dear transformation transformation has come. Your progression will surprise somebody. What God will do in your life will surprise somebody. The Holy Spirit will move in a way never before seen. And you know what the Bible says? When the Lord turned around the captivity of Zion, we were what? We were like them them that dream dreams. The heathen were looking at us, and they said, God has done something for them. Remember, the Lord says every day of the remainder of this year, somebody will have a testimony. You will testify in Jesus' name. As God begins to do glorious things in your life, As men begin to see, they say, ah, God has done something for him. God will do something glorious for you in Jesus' name. You will have a wonderful testimony in Jesus' name. The day of Pentecost was the day the Holy Spirit came. But brethren, you and I, we are preparing for another special harvest. Tell somebody special harvest. The Bible tells me, in Matthew chapter 25, from verse 31 to 34, Matthew 25, verse 31 to 34, the Bible says, When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, it's not if, it is what? When. And all his only ages with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations. And he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats, And he he will set the sheep on the right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. When you go down in that passage, the Bible says he will tell the people on the left, what: Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. For what? I know you not. It's not a matter of if, brethren. The day of Pentecost was 50 days after the Passover. I mean, commemoration of the harvest. And there is a a Pentecost that is coming. The time is coming that the Holy Spirit will descend again. That is when the Holy Ghost will have completed His assignment in this dispensation. Mm. But this time, instead of harvesting wheat and corn, And uh, uh, what else do they harvest? And donuts. (laughs) This time around, it will be a harvest of what? Of souls. It will be a harvest of you and I if we are found prepared and ready. Will you be ready when the Lord shall come? Will you be ready when the Lord shall come? What's the answer? I will be ready. I will be ready. I will be ready when the Lord shall come. I will be ready. I will be ready. I will be ready when the Lord shall come. Will you be ready when the Lord shall come? When Jesus go come. Waiting you go, they do. When Jesus go come. Waiting you go, they do. Some people go, they chop. Some people go, they dance. Some people go, they shout hallelujah. When Jesus Christ go, come. I'm speaking in tongues for some of our brethren. When Jesus will come, what will you be doing? Some people will be eating. The food will be left behind, but what happens to them? They will go. But some will continue struggling with that eba, and the rapture has taken place. Some people will begin to do what, shout hallelujah, because they've been caught up, because they've been raptured. You will not be left behind in Jesus' name. I said, you will not be left behind in Jesus' name. The Bible tells me in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, from verse 51 to verse 58, that's one of my best passages in the scriptures. It said, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Tell somebody I shall be changed. That's the word of God. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. He said, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, I read verse 54. He said, so then where this corruption shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up. In what? Victory. The victory of resurrection. Hallelujah. Death could not keep Jesus in the grave. No way. Death has been defeated. Yes. That's why, brethren, we go around with a confidence. Tell somebody the confidence. We go around with a confidence that death has no power over me. I cannot die until God says, it's my time to die. True or false? Yes, sir. Because Revelation chapter 1, verse 17, I believe. It says, Jesus said, I have the key of death. I have the key of hell. He has the key of everything that men are afraid of. That's why some people have that grace. Very, very few. That they die and they come back alive. Because Jesus has the key. And he could decide that you, go back. I have a message for you. But for the majority, once they die, the Bible says it is given unto man to do what? After this, judgment. Judgment. Brethren, if Christ comes tomorrow, or if he comes in a hundred years' time, in which case, many of us will not be here in a hundred years' time, the important thing is that when we meet at the feet of Jesus, that we can say, oh, bro, you are welcome. Amen. Oh, my sister, you are welcome. Hallelujah. Oh, you made it gloriously. Hallelujah. Oh, the journey is over. The strife is over. The struggle is over. Hallelujah. We made it at last. Hallelujah. You will make it in Jesus' name. Amen. I say you make it in Jesus' name. Amen. The grave has no power. Jesus has conquered the grave. Death has no power. Jesus has conquered death hell has no power jesus has conquered hell coronavirus has no power jesus has conquered coronavirus because the bible says at the name of jesus what happens every "Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess of things in heaven things on earth things underneath the earth that includes coronavirus it includes cancer it includes ulcer it includes uh, 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 what do they call that thing? Malaria fever. Do you know we take malaria for granted in Africa? Do you know that here, if uh, someone has catches malaria fever, when they take the person to the hospital because they don't know what they are treating, except by divine intervention, the person will die. Do you realize that ordinary malaria is complicated in Canada, but we take it for granted in Nigeria. But the name of Jesus is above malaria fever. He's above, I mean, above what else? Blood blood cancer, mouth cancer. Now they have cancer for everything. They have skin cancer. They have, I think they have ear cancer too. But there is a name above every other name. And that name is speaking for you today. I said that name is speaking for you today. That name is speaking victory for someone here in Jesus' name. That name is speaking healing for someone here in Jesus' name. That name is speaking restoration for someone here in Jesus' name. That name is saying to somebody here today, it is finished. The battle is over. He has fought and he has won. And your victory is permanent in Jesus' name. Paul was totally surrendered to Jesus. On that journey, the Bible says in Acts 21 verse 4 that he found disciples and finally disciples will tarry there seven days. Those disciples said unto Paul through the Spirit that he should not go to Jerusalem. Now go to verse 11. Verse 11. You see a prophet. A prophet came and took Paul's girdle and bound it his hands and feet, and said the Holy Ghost is saying this is how they will bind the man that owns this girdle. So everybody was telling Paul, don't go to Jerusalem. But Paul knew that the only way to roam for him was through where? Jerusalem. All expenses paid. God already spoke to him. All that God expected for him was total obedience, total surrender. Brethren, many of us are still struggling. We are struggling because we have decided not to surrender to God. Because we want to go 50-50. Brethren, God is not a God of 50-50. God is a God of all or none. All. He said that you give him all, or he has none of you. He's your all on the altar of Sacrifice, laid. Your all must be laid on the altar of sacrifice. You must have an affinity, a relationship, a closeness with Jesus. He wants to do something in your life. He wants to do something in your situation. Look at Acts 23 verse 11. That's what we're going to round up. Acts 23 verse 11. The Bible says, The night following, the Lord stood by him, that is by, by Paul. And said, be of good cheer, Paul. For as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness of me also where? At Rome. So the reason Paul must go to Jerusalem is because God wanted him to testify in Jerusalem. There are some people that will not believe the message except from the mouth of who? Paul. Do you know that some of of us here, there are one or two people that will not give their lives to Christ except you preach to them. But and you know them and you are close to them. But what do you do when you come together? You start jesting, when you come together, you start talking about weather. When you come together, they don't even know you are a Christian. Is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid? God. Paul went to Jerusalem against the advice of people that said, ah, the Holy spirit said they will kill you. He said, but God has not told me not to go. Yes, it's true. They will try to kill me, but they cannot kill me. I have a testimony to give in Jerusalem. I speak to somebody's life here today. You will reach your Jerusalem. You will fulfill destiny. And Paul knew. Jerusalem was not his destination. His destination was where? Rome. If you are are a student of the New Testament, if I that many of the letters that Paul wrote to all those churches, he wrote them where? In Rome. In Rome. But there was a journey that would take him there. And he needed to be totally surrendered unto God. Are you surrendered unto him? He wants to do great things in your life. He wants to do great things in your situation. But all he's asking of you today is to do what? Surrender. Surrender. Yield it all and let his name be glorified in your situation. And then you will see if there's anything that God cannot do. The Bible says, with God, all things are possible, nothing shall be impossible. Not even your own situation, whatever it is. All he's asking for us today is total surrender. Let's bow down our heads. Let's bow down our heads. Our time is far spent. Gud33